Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast in which we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. We have just escaped and proven ourselves the true Charlie Buckets of the magic world. <laughs> that was well brilliant. done, Thank both you, of Danny. you. It was so exciting. It did feel very Willy Wonka, didn't it? <laughs> I was like in the play test. Lan and Tess just threw the notes into the audience, letting them read all of the tricks. And then when I told them what could have been, they went, nuts. <laughs> I'm just yeah, so you had written two, we... two, uh, two endings, a, a positive and a negative, I guess, or a success and a failure. Would you have considered, had we, had we exposed him for trapping us, would you have considered that uh, we would have failed the test? How would that have played out? I wouldn't have considered it a failure because you get to make your own choices, but I definitely would have been explaining in this episode that there was a little bit more that you could have found out. I'm just surprised that before we got into the room, you didn't have a, a sinister-looking man corner us in the alley and just be like, <laughs> I need the, the, I need the, the everlasting handkerchiefs. <laughs> the everlasting handkerchiefs. <laughs> those. <laughs> Wow, that was really fun. Well, now you say it. Oh, that was great. That was really, that was really enjoyable. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm so glad I got to play that one. How do you, how did you find that uh, in terms of like puzzles? Neil, did you enjoy? Do you, do you feel smart at the end? You were worried you wouldn't feel smart. I did. I did. I felt. I, I felt it was Yay. perfectly challenging for me. I, I, there were, there were not too many things that I had to worry about solving it multiple times. I was a little worried I was going to get overwhelmed by inventory items and codes <laughs> and things and not know which went paired up with what. Mm. So uh, the water tank thing was super fun. I was, <laughs> I did think we were going to have to do Invisible King and 2-3 and Dupree as, uh, as, <laughs> yes. as additional kind of card uh, effects to solve well, things. Let's so. say you stole those ones and you'll incorporate them into your yeah. own act later. Exactly. I love it. For a while, I thought that you and I, Bill, were going to have to be underneath the umbrella when you said it. it yes, right. Like two she, she, she set that up. She's like, it fits two people. Yeah, that was my assumption. So I, uh, that was a fun realization that uh, that it was a birdcage is about the size of two people, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how I measure my birdcages. <laughs> but no, it's true. I had this exact same thought as soon as that was. As soon as that was in the description, I was like, okay, we're going to get under this umbrella at some point. Something interesting is going to happen. Yeah, water is going to almost pour too out. obvious. Yeah. yeah, exactly, you know. But uh, but it was a trick. I won't say so I didn't the, consider that. Many tricks in this room, including that <laughs> one. Um, oh, that not Sam. That's I just hilarious. want to talk about that. that. Oh, that was me. Do you know how hard it was coming up with a way that that could work, finding numbers that could work? And then coming up with the bird's name being Shazam, which I definitely wanted. And then coming up with the anyone hits Tom, she'll zap you to make it all fit and God, make the letters be arrangeable in two ways. It was not an easy one. Where did you start? Yeah, with that puzzle? I think I started with Shazam. So you wanted the name to be Shazam. That's what you came up with first. Because you knew that it sounded like Sam's that we had going for you. You know what? I It wasn't even sound like Sam. That was a very last minute thing. Okay. I can't remember if I started with not Sam or Shazam may have even been not Sam, that I wanted numbers to be there, but I wanted the numbers to be used in a specific way, but knowing that you would try to just alphabetize them. Yeah, so you set up the, the trick before you set up the solution. Possibly. <laughs> However, initially, 
uh, this was a thing that got changed in the playtest and I realized, I don't even think it made it onto the playtest podcast because it was something that Lan texted me afterwards, that it didn't feel like there was enough to do in the trap hole area. So mm. those bags of birdseed, you could just find them. There was nothing about the note about Sam and the similar sounding name initially. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think it absolutely needed to be there on second thought. So that note that said... Uh, these, you know, because the birds we the, misheard the, yeah, the birds' said, name. Yeah, misheard. You must have misheard yeah. me on the phone. That was great because that set up the joke very well. Exactly. So Sam. the idea of Sam and Shazam possibly being garbled over the phone—that was something I came up with like yesterday. Well, it worked very well. <laughs> so then, did you also um, did that help uh, determine the electric eel in the water tank? Because you had to use the Z yes. for zap. Initially, it was just going to be a random fish for no reason or not oh, even an animal so in there. So because you needed the like the certain letters. Yep. I had, had to, to have a Z. A, a verb. And so I need to go, okay, it has to be a Z followed by an A. What could that possibly be? And zap was what came to my That's, mind. And that set up the fact that it was an electric eel. Yep. What was going to stop us from just reaching and getting the ring if it was just a fish, just Piranha. not being able to reach and get in. Oh, we just couldn't I reach think, it. I think, yeah. Okay, well, that was great. What a how serendipitous that yeah, worked out really well. Just, oh, it's so good when these things work, and you can just feel them getting better than they that's were initially. Really interesting. Oh, I like that, and that's why Tom had to be a girl. I needed that S there in Sheil. Ah, uh, how funny! Did you need the name Tom? Yes, I did. You used the M in Tom. Yep. Could have been also Pam. for the not Sam. Uh, the uh, N, the O, T, like there needed oh, to be an O there, yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, right how interesting. Not. I can't quite remember how it all worked, but how yeah. fun. These that things. was really cool. Oh. That was so fun yeah. and so serendipitous was, in so many ways. It was a yeah. difficult one to come up with. Even more difficult to come up with was the cards one because I did not have a deck of cards on me. So trying <laughs> to come up with a message that worked for roughly the right number of cards in a pack but wanting to cut down a few because 52 cards is a lot so getting rid of all the hearts and then getting rid of the other red queen just for fun and then mixing up the order of things and trying to come up with a message that fit that was not easy no and it was kind <laughs> of brilliant because a lot of magic tricks actually that's how they work is that you you're given a lot of instructions take this deck of cards now mm. cut it and turn half of them face up face down so it, it felt like i was we were kind of doing a magic trick in order to find Aww. the thing, right? Yay! Yeah, that's really cool. I also like people were talking recently uh, on an escape room group on Facebook, talking about uh, can you think of any fun like process puzzles? So like people like to talk about puzzles being either aha puzzles where you think about it, you find the solution, and then you go do it, hmm. or something that's more process based where you just have to kind of go through the whole thing and then you're done like it's a thing that requires you know like when you have like a maze that you have to get through For you know sure. you just gotta go through it and people saying does any like do people have fun ones of those and this to me had that very process based right we we had the list of things we need mm. to do and we were just slowly doing them but it was really enjoyable like yeah, but, i found but it, it really also fun. laid out it also managed to not give us everything we had to do and then we just went through them because when we had the extra rooms and we sort of had extra buttons, it was. Mm. But just like specifically like the laying of the cards out as, as a process puzzle I love to it. me was really like, I found that really fun. Both for me physically, I got to play with some cards, but I think it's because like, as you solve it, you get a new word every few cards. <laughs> so it's like, 
It's mm. like a process puzzle where you have to work your way through it and get to the end. Totally. But, you but also you get constant little reward. aha moments of like, da da da, ooh, middle, da da da, ooh, put. Oh, ring! You're totally you know, right because like it's I constantly because exciting. It, it, once we knew that we had solved it or we're going to be solving it, it still took some time to do so. So it was the, mm-hmm. that excitement but of if, solving it for a longer duration of time. Yeah, and I think part of it as well was because a lot of the words were cut halfway, so yeah. it was like this mystery. We were like <laughs> middle per middle per what? Ooh, what's going to follow this per? You know, like it was, we had this this little mini mystery every line of what's going to start the next line. Uh, it was really fun. It's a really cool way to do what is kind of a drawn out puzzle uh, and keep it fun and interesting. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was great. Very, very fun. Was there anything in particular? So for me, that I, I love that. To me, that was like the highlight of the room was doing that. I just found it really fun. Um, was there anything, Neil, for you that you liked or or, or That made you feel particularly good? Room? I loved uh, I loved the magnetic magic wand <laughs> as the solution nice. for the it was good for the ring that you got you got ma- <laughs> that it was probably a magnet so quickly the playtest they thought that magnets might be involved somehow but they didn't pick up that it was the magic wand for a little bit later uh-huh. oh I did love I loved that the cane was a ring yeah that you was you got cool. that pretty quickly you got that so fast you did well it just felt right I think because. I wanted the cane to be something like when I first when I first heard it was metal, I wanted it to be one of those retractable ones, you know, that like goes down into a little, hmm. uh, and then you it kind of pops out into a cane. Sure. So I I wanted it to be something, and when we got what was it? We found the thing that said that's uh, not a that's cane. not a cane. Well done for looking under that table. Oh, Most people yes. would ignore the table. I would not. I was fully expecting. Like as soon as you said, "Can I look under the table?" I was like, "Well, that's not going to go anywhere." <laughs> and Danny immediately went, "It's the thing that we need." Nice. Um, yeah, good, good, good pick to look under the table. I it's assumed that when it wasn't, uh, when you said that the wooden cane, when I looked at it, looked like it was wood, but it was metal. I immediately went to a practical place, thinking that I was going to have to insert it somewhere to operate something else right oh yeah yeah it's like a lever yeah yeah that's what i thought or or use it to like i tried to hang the rings on, <laughs> hang the ring <laughs> on the on the end of the cane which made no sense <laughs> how ironic that in the end the cane was a ring um we, we know we we heard it <laughs> uh, we did that already oh if you flick back somewhere in your notebook, you'll see my notes from the playtest that will tell you other things that got changed. Ooh. Just, just my things, see if Ooh. you can interpret some of them. So you've written here, really flimsy lock on top drawer. That top drawer was initially not locked. There was nothing to actually saw open. Oh. And I went, there's... That was a good change. I mean, you're going to want to use the saw. For sure. So I yeah, put yeah. something in that you could. Uh, no lid. No lid? I hadn't specified that there was no lid on the water tank. Ah, mm. just, cool. just, just a little wording thing that needed to be there. Print cards. Yes, you did that. Uh, yeah, I wanted to actually get physical cards. <laughs> Include them. correct number of rings. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> what did. happened there? Sorry, that was in my own notes where I just said, you know, use the rings to pull on the hook. And I didn't say, you need five rings to pull on the <laughs> I hook. I just hoping people would know that <laughs> yeah. they wanted them all. Uh, fingers and hands, only one yes. person can fall. Initially, it was just as Neil tried, push with the hands. But in the playtest, Lan and Tess immediately went to, oh, I push with my hands on one side and I push with my fingers on the other side. And I went, yeah, that makes sense. That's better. <laughs> yeah, that's great. 
Um, aces are low, rewarding for clarity. Rewording oh, for re-wording. clarity. <laughs> Not rewarding. You're very clear. Good clarification. <laughs> yeah, that, gold was, star. <laughs> that was just uh, in the playtest just saying, yeah, people probably know what aces are low means, but just in case, specify Ooh. that means, means one. And here's something that I don't think came up in ours. No, it didn't. Tom hates wand. That was in case someone decided to be a bit room-breaking and throw the wand into the tank. What, Tom would throw it back? Yep. <laughs> because you need that one to get the ring out. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's it would cool. slap it with, it, with mm. its tail. Yeah, and then, of course, like I said, the final change that didn't make the play test. Initially, it was just you fall down the trap hole and you find some bird seed and stairs going up and the handprints. And, Without the mattress. And Well, I mean, the mattress was there, but it was a regular mattress. There was no hidden button and no open the mattress to find the bird seed, no bird seed note. And... Lang got back to me and said, yeah, I just didn't quite feel like there was enough to do there. Maybe there mm. needs to be something. Oh, so I, I thought about it and I made that happen. I was, I, surprised, I was surprised that when I pushed the red button that the door opened because I was assuming that with bags of weighted uh, seed and a button on the floor that I would have to probably find more buttons and like set the bags of seed on, you know, something to activate the door. You know what? Like literally right in the moment as I was visualizing you pushing that mattress aside and revealing the button, I considered that. Just on the fly adding a puzzle? I I didn't consider doing it. I considered, you know, that's probably something that could be better. So in future iterations, if I do any edits, I might do that. Yeah, because... um, when you said bags Logically. of sand, of, yeah. of seed, ah, it made me think You can multiple, do something with them. Yeah, it just made me think of weights. Yeah. And then there was a, a button It's on a the good floor. idea. That was cool. Oh, I really enjoyed that room. I, I had a lot of fun. I think that was really well put together. Agreed. I wish that uh, that room existed in my real life. It's <laughs> well, all it does now. downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> now, generally, before when we were doing this, we were doing these for... Descent of the Cullens, we had like we could talk about what <laughs> this meant for the overall plot. story. We don't have an overarching plot anymore. I wonder how many people who play this at home will like because we we had this you already mentioned in the playtest, uh, they exposed Tony. Mm. And in this game, we were polite, lovely people and sort we just of. stole his ideas for ourselves. Um I fully expected some people to go full Charlie Bucket and just give his notes back to him silently. Yeah, I wonder how many people Playing the playtests or playing this game, people who, who play this at home for, with friends, I wonder how many of them will betray and like expose Tony's secret straight away. I feel like I need to extend that ending because honestly, I thought more people would be good moral people, <laughs> but now I'm starting to regret that. So I think I need to flesh out the mean ending a bit more. Yeah. Uh, if you do, if you are if you're playing this at home and <laughs> I would love to, and you play it for some people who, who are doing it for the first time, Tell me what you do. Like, send me a message. Send send us an email or a tweet or something just to say, my magicians exposed Tony. And it won't mean much, but, <laughs> but it'll mean something to me. I'd be really interested in just seeing what people do. Yeah, I would be intrigued. To <laughs> my magicians too. stabbed him. They just stabbed him on stage. No, but it was nicely done too because he was mean, but, but it's not like we found piles of bones or, yeah, you know, yeah. assist, like, he wasn't a, a horrible person. Yeah, he's not evil. He's just a bit of a butt. Although he did also kidnap us. 
and lock us away. So that was kind of rude. It was a test. <laughs> it, but it's, it's it, you know, now that you're thinking about it in hindsight, it, it seemed a bit like a test, right? Because he was looking for someone to be, didn't you set, set that up in the intro? That, yeah, that, that he his was, son uh, wanted his, to be his, I wrote all their names. His down. son all, was his apprentice, yeah, but Oliver had gone. The, had yeah, left, yeah, yeah. And again, thank you to our Patreon donor, Oliver Stein and his father, Tony. Hope you enjoyed this. The Tony Steins Stein is were a good our, name. It is. Mm-hmm. The Steins were our, uh, our only uh, $50 donors. Uh, so we ran a room for them in person. We went to their, their how they live in Sydney. We, we went and met up with them and we, uh, we ran a room before it was on the show. So they got first exclusive right. And it was really fun. It was lovely to meet them. They were, wonderful. they were wonderful people. Um, wow. You do really some nice. really good stuff with your Patreon peeps. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, you up. hear that, people listening? <laughs> uh, oh, wonderful. That was really cool. Were there any moments, Neil, where you were just going, I know how that magic works and nah. (laughs) That's not how it really works. Because Google only tells you so much. For sure. Let me think. No, I I think I think the the linking rings were were great. I love that you I love that you don't really know how the linking rings work, so (laughs) when I when I challenge you by saying some Googling and I just went, yeah, you know what? From what I'm Googling, it's okay. I can gloss over magic. that. You magically use your <laughs> magical skills to make the rings magically link. <laughs> that was fun. And the water tank was great. And the little se- secret compartment. I was, com- I was confused why you were so, um, you were being so shady about his feet coming out the other end. I was sure that yeah, we were going to maybe have another person hidden inside there. No, it's or? 100% because that was the one that I had to Google. I just went, you know what? I've seen so many variations of this and I oh, don't I know how they work because I don't know anything. I got a Google diagrams of this and I saw so many different diagrams. And I just went, all right, I'm not going to pick one. I'm, I'm, it can be any of them. I'm not revealing Tony Stein's choice of magic trick. <laughs> but it could have just been <laughs> Bill's actual really feet so. hanging out the end. Yeah, Absolutely increased the uh i might saw you actually in half kind of yeah suspense the real fear <laughs> mm. i still got to whack him in the foot that was fun yeah so canonically bill you now have a wooden leg I apparently have a wooden leg. i always have uh. um oh that was cool so yeah, bill I when like you're that. doing this are you are you putting on your enthusiasm because you've done so many of these or do you really you really knew nothing about this and and when you're trying to solve like I'm assuming that your ability to pick up on what Danny has done or is doing is pretty acute because you've done so many of these and you guys are together so often. So are you we- yeah. were you waiting for me uh, sometimes to try and process it out and sort of when you would say, "Oh, wait a second, I've got it." Had you already had it, honestly? There was, there was, there was, there were like one little part every now and then where that did happen. Like the that. biggest one was that not Sam where I thought, oh, I've just solved this. I'll let Neil, I'll let Neil get there while I do this. And then I realized it was a trick and I, and I hadn't got it. And Danny was tricking I, me. I punish him for doing that to people. <laughs> um, but I, but like, I, I can, I can like, because I, we have, I have done so many of these. Um, sometimes it is a little bit like, oh yeah, I, I like, I got this, I got that. That one really trick got me because... Because I didn't have it. I try my hardest to make things different occasionally. I know that he knows me well enough that he can do this sort of thing, but, but definitely I not try to switch it up a and little. And there were some definite moments where you were doing a thing. I was like, oh, sh- that's that's definitely like, how did I like, 
He's just got it. Like straight. I would never have checked under that table for some reason. I don't know why, but I know I would not like. I would have been that's stuck so, until someone had said, that's "Look under the table, me, you dingus." Danny yeah, I don't know why. I was has just something so underneath a chair. I know. Like you always have to look that's underneath because, tables and chairs. That's because every location in existence has a table and chair in it, and there are only so many things in an escape room that you can do with tables and chairs. Sure. And it's really hard, and I've got to stop putting them in rooms. But that being said, enthusiasm-wise. I still love these. These are so much fun. I'm so glad I get to do these as often as I do because they are just fun. Like you feel, you feel so like (laughs) accomplished. Like it feels like a real escape room in terms of like the emotions that you go through. Like that same like, oh, oh yes. Oh, wow. Oh, you know, like, and maybe, maybe this, and you get really excited. Like, and even if it doesn't work, it's, it's great. There must be some actual brain science that, that is like a dopamine drip or there must be something yeah. chemically that happens when you're confused by, th- by disparate things that, <laughs> ha- that seem like they have no meaning. And when you figure out and put it together, that, that, that is kind yeah, of, yeah, right. Like in humans just love this. We reward ourselves as soon as we can find a pattern and make it work. Yeah. Our brain just goes, you did it. You did it. Good work. Here's you some find, <laughs> you find the letters that open the lock. It's a very, it's a very great feeling. It's, My husband really for, um, for my 30th, my 40th birthday, I'm four, just turned 46. And for my 40th birthday, we li- we're living in Los Angeles and he had planned about a month and a half before my birthday. So I really didn't know it was going to happen. Uh, 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 escape the nation kind of situation where what? I was in LA <laughs> and for about five days went across the country solving That's clues so and cool. finding so it started in LA and it was, there was a surprise party for me at a friend's house and it was well before my birthday. So I was very confused. We're going to our friend's <laughs> house for dinner, but then I walked in and everyone's saying surprise and I'm thinking, what's the surprise? It's not even close to my birthday, but it was a preemptive. And as we're seeing all these people hanging, people are start handing me envelopes to open later. <laughs> and I keep acquiring oh, so all of these cool. envelopes and at, I get home at the end of the night had too many drinks or whatever. And David says, what are you supposed to do with all those envelopes? I, oh, right, I got these envelopes. And I open them up and each one has a puzzle piece in it. And each puzzle piece <laughs> of all these, th- these things co- comes together to have an image of our backyard by a tree. And there was a little stake with a circle on the tree. And that's all that there was. And so I went and I got a, tr- a, a small shovel and I went outside and I dug, and sure enough, there was this little stake there with a thing. And I dug and I dug, and inside was a box. And inside the box was an iPad mini. And I think it was so exciting, but I thought that that was my gift that he'd gifted yeah. me an oh, iPad, yeah. which was kind of great. Uh, so in the morning, something else that I went to bed, then I woke up and I had to use the iPad. To, and use the stake that had the little circle on it. The circle, as it turns out, are, 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 are friends of ours called did, have a company called Digital Twigs, and they had created, this was five years ago, uh, an augmented reality program that oh. when you take the iPad mini and you hold it, you hold the little circle thing, which was kind of um, w- 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 not like a, what are they called? A Q- QR code? A QR code, That's except it was in the round. Yeah. When I held that up and then held up the iPad mini to it in, in camera mode, it turned into an image 
that I could see. That's and when cool. I pressed play on it, it was a clue from my friend Kate, who was telling me that I needed to go and, and to the place that we went two years before and, and how to get there. And I realized we had to pack our bag, walk to a supermarket. There was a car there with keys that I had to find. We got in the car and we drove to Vegas. Oh, that's oh so and, cool. and I'm walking with David and he's filming and I'm saying, we're like, are we supposed to literally go to Vegas right now? He said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about what's happening. I said, oh, well, legitimately, we're, this is a joke. Like Vegas is five and a half hours away or something like that. We're driving to Vegas. He said, let's drive to Vegas. We drove to Vegas. There was a, at the cabana where we were, there was another QR code. I w- went and trained with the Cirque du Soleil people and had to put on a performance oh, so in their cool. thing. Then we wound up on a bus that took us to Albuquerque, where I'm from. We got pulled over by the police, who, uh, who then gave me another <laughs> clue. We went to my <laughs> old house. We went to Disney World in Florida eventually, spent the night in Cinderella's castle suite at the top of the castle suite, Got it. More clues. Wound up in New York City at the Sleep No More uh, venue, the McKittrick Hotel, where they had set up another surprise party at the tail end, where they had this. And this is how insane my life can be sometimes. This was the the, the <laughs> kicker: is I go, go to the Sleep No More, and I'm there, and they take me up to this top secret sixth floor. And they put me in a wheelchair, and they do this during the show for <laughs> s- specific people anyway. So I thought, oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to do Sleep No More and finally get that secret one-person mm-hmm. thing. <clears throat> they wheel me down the hall to a door, and they'd given me a key earlier. And I open the door, and I walk into a room that is a reproduction of my childhood bedroom. <laughs> oh my God. And my childhood bedroom didn't just have a bed and a dresser. My dad had built a built-in bed that had a ladder with an upper shelf and everything. They had rebuilt the entire bedroom. My mother, as it turns out, had sent boxes of of a ferma of my actual stuff. So my actual stuff is on the (laughs) walls. My actual bed sheet is there. And there's a woman who looks like my mother, but is an (laughs) actress. And she's there, and she turns and she sees me. She takes me by the hand. She puts me in my bed. She sits and she tells me a story that I had not remembered from when I was a kid about this boy and this thing. And I'm like welling up with tears in my actual bedroom with actual things with a woman who's an actress playing my mom. And she says this lovely thing about how, you know, that boy has become a man and this stuff. And then... And then I, we hear a knock on the door, <laughs> and my mind is reeling like an M.C. Escher painting, uh, like a, a, a Salvador Dali. Everything is like is warping. I'm like, what is <laughs> happening? The door knocks, the door opens, and there's a eight, nine-year-old blonde-haired boy, like a younger version of me, <laughs> who's standing there, and he looks at me, and he goes, hey, come on, I want to show you something. And he runs into the <gasps> darkness. So then I'm chasing <laughs> my childhood version of me <laughs> at 40 oh through hallways, darkened hallways. And he's like, come on, come this way, come this way. And I'm just chasing him. And then he, we, we wind up in the darkness and all the lights come on and there were another 150 people in this big giant room and it was a big giant other surprise party for me that had had been Far a week out. in the making. Is this it was a real thing that can happen in a real <laughs> yeah. person's life? It was so exhausting. And guys, I was so terrible at every one of the little games that he had <laughs> me play because I was just so excited. And, and when you're on that adventure and you're literally in Las Vegas 
anything is possible. So I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know w when it was going to end. I didn't know where it was going to end. We would took a private plane to Orlando, Florida, like this tiny little puddle jumper. It was so surreal. So needless to say, Bill, I love the same feeling that you do of <laughs> doing these things. That's the point but of the I've story. I've gotten to live I it in the craziest, most exciting. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know how well you can see my face right now. Could you see just how open no, my jaw was that entire time? Uh, are you taking notes, Danny? And it's not too long to my 30th. A, you better. At one point, I had a bit of a meltdown because I was just... I had to go to three different places in New York, and the clue was an audio clue of three th tracks playing simultaneously. So I had to sit Whoa. and listen. I'm bad And at that. try and listen to them independently and figure out it was someone talking, and they were saying three things. So I had to suss out what the three places that they were talking about. This was the first place you performed uh, yeah. uh, at the uh, concert hall, and this was the thing. And then I had to go to those three places and get more things and get a massage. Like all of it was crazy. At one point, I had a Chinese clue, a clue that was written, I think, in Chinese. And I was so <laughs> tired, and I was like, David, I don't speak Chinese, and I don't know. And he said, well, what, can you find someone that does? And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't just walk around to a random Asian person, and I don't know if they're Korean or if they're Chinese. And I can't, I'm not going to go up to them and just say, do you know what this means? And I was like panicking, and he said, "It's okay. You're, it's gonna be fine." And I went down, but I was—I'm—I'm I'm uniformly not so good at solving them, but I love the creation of them. So it was fun to play. It was more fun to be able to tell, like you guys or people, how it went after the fact, because I think running mm. the room, uh, figuring out the room, is as much fun, if not more fun, than than playing it and solving it yourself. Yeah. Man, oh, that's freaking so cool. round of applause. I don't think I've ever heard a story quite like that. <laughs> that was great. And it's in, oh, it's in, it's in, emboldened me to do more things like that. Because I think if mm. we can, you know, we live in a, in a world where lots of things are on screens right now in the most amazing way. We're Skyping right now on a screen. We can watch Netflix on an airplane, any show that you want. There's... There's Bandersnatch, Black Mirror, where you can create, mm. you can watch your own version of a show. And so I'm all for the screen. But I think, I think the feeling of accomplishing something, of unlocking the room, of, of mm. wandering the hallways is such a fun thing to encourage other people to do, whether it's a magic yeah. show or whether it's immersive theater or a circus or a trip or fly fishing or like whatever it is. I think it's, there's something a, that makes life better when you're able to experience it as opposed to just passively observe it. So yeah. oh, definitely. Definitely. I love I VR. I think that was one of the first things I noticed about escape rooms that made me so happy was having to do like a physical process puzzle that just involved lifting heavy things and plugging different colored things into things. And I just went, I feel... I feel like I'm doing something like for the first time in a long time, like I'm actually doing yeah, 100%. it's wonderful. And, that's, and like existing I love them when in that fantasy, it's great. I love them when they're immersive like that. There's one in New York called um, Paradiso, Escape Paradiso or something like that. And uh, Where's my paper? Where's my paper? <laughs> and it's very <laughs> much like, like David Fincher's The Game in that the, there's, there's actual people in it 
but when you first go in, you think you're in a, a very simple office building, and then you have to sign some forms, and then the lights change. But you wind up, our group was in air ducts, like you have to go into oh. proper air ducts, cool. and then it, within the air ducts was its own clue, was its own thing that you had to do, find things in different spots in the air duct, which led to a. It was so immersive. I wanted to do it for fifty thousand hours. <laughs> I loved it. That's what I the basement is like. I, if I can recommend something yeah. to your to your people, I would recommend uh, Escape Paradiso Escape in New York, and I would recommend the basement in L.A. Is oh. it's not I, right in L.A. It's like forty five minutes away. It's a bit of a drive, and so worth it. Um, we'll awesome. figure it out when we go there because and here's my plug oh that sounds good i'm, oh, yeah. I'm uh, i have a game a board game called amazed that you can get at targets mm-hmm. uh that my friend uh, uh jonathan bame over at theory11.com uh runs and uh and it's really fun it's mostly um amazed is mostly riddles and visual riddles like uh, you'll have mm. a, a minute to solve as many as you can but the game board uh, opens up and can be, I think, 16 or 32 different game board types. So each cool. time you play can be different. But we're doing a second one, and I think I can announce this. It's called. Yeah, uh, it's going to be called Box One, and it's going to be a a game for only one person. It plays. I, I don't want to reveal too much because I think your <laughs> th- your audience will. Like it is likely it, to go for it on a on a different level maybe than than um, people who don't love this kind of structure, but I guarantee that if you play this and it's only meant to be played for one person, so it's whether it's for your aunt who lives by herself or for your uh, son who went off to college or for you because you're home alone that night. It's just that the whole event is to be played singularly, but it's not. It won't be what it seems. That's all I'll say. That's very cool. So we're designing that. I do right like. Now. I like that idea as well. When something's singular, so even if like like if you and I had it, it would be like one night when you're out, I play it, and then yep. I'm just going like, you got to do it, you got to do it, you gotta, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Like you do it now, and then afterwards yep. we'll like be like, oh, like how cool, you know? Mm. Like I like that. That's a really fun feeling. Being able to like do a thing separately in a family group or in a friend group, and then all come back together and be like. Oh, wasn't that cool? It's like a it's like a puzzle book club of yeah. everyone plays the game by themselves and comes Fair. back and be like, "Here's what I did, and here's this." And I think that's really cool. Uh, Mysterious package companies doing those. Do you know that company? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, I it's, just uh, I just um, they they they're doing these two ones called post mortem, which are they're not the big uh, boxes that have artifacts and things it's a it's more of a pulp uh, choose your own adventure book uh and the pages aren't sequential and you read the beginning of it and you can go around with a map and try and solve the murder and there's little evidence packets and stuff but it's self-contained and it's pretty much for one person and those are really really fun to play too nice that's cool uh no yeah look there is a lot of cool stuff there's always a lot of cool stuff to 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 do. I'm I'm very excited for for that for what was it called again? Uh, box one. Box one. Box one. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to the free copy that Neil sends us in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you you might be asked to um, beta test that. <laughs> yeah, well, look, yeah, we'll do it. Um, oh, wonderful! That was a really that was really fun. Thank you 
again for coming on the show. I'm I'm really glad oh, that you found pleasure. us and enjoyed it and wanted to come on because uh, for us it's like we're we're both very big fans of yours, big oh, fans thanks. of your work. So it's really great to be able to uh, to to do this with you. It was really fun. It was fun, uh, and uh, I'm for sure everyone well. listening enjoyed it. Uh, I should probably to finish the episode episode. I should do our our quick little plugs. Great. If, if you're looking for if you're looking for Neil, you can find Neil. I'm sure you've already found it. Like follow him on Twitter. All the links to Instagram and Twitter are all below. So if you're not already following him, go follow him. Nice. Um, uh, <laughs> the fun fact uh, that we just noticed uh, when when you followed us on on Twitter, uh, you have more Twitter followers than the population of Australia. <laughs> Do I really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious. That have been fun. <laughs> um, Twitter numbers, all those follower numbers make me laugh, right? Because on the one hand, I think that's very cool. But on the other hand, it's all part of their recommended if you like this person, then follow this person. And I don't sit there on Twitter all day long, right? So if I tweet something, or if someone tweets something and I'm following them, the odds of my actually looking at the tweet aren't super high. Because I check it a couple mm. times a day or, you know, depends on my day. But it, it's weird to think that if I tweet something, millions of people are looking at it. But the reality mm. is probably not. Probably thousands, <laughs> thousands of people. Because not everyone that's following you is going to be seeing it, what it is that you're mm. saying, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But when you've got 27 million, it's easier that someone's going to pay attention. I don't have 27 million followers. <laughs> don't say that. How many do I have? <laughs> You know 27 20, million. Yeah, you know that many people, right? I don't oh, good friends. 27 million followers. It's much, much less than that. How many? Oh my That's God, all. I do. You have 27 million followers. What? <laughs> <laughs> so now you just wow. need to really quickly. Oh my God. You just need to God. really quickly tweet out to all of these people that they need to start listening to Escape This Podcast. I absolutely and we'll will. Get, and we'll get at least 27 million new listeners. At least. Uh, and if you uh, want to hear more from us, if you want to get in contact with us, we're on Twitter at EskThisPodcast. We, you can send us an email, EscapeThisPod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're, we're all over the place. Um, and, and we love to hear from people. We love to hear. It, it, it's really great to get emails from fans and a lot of people sending us like room stuff and like designs they've done. Uh, there's oh, going to be a amazing. lot of guest rooms this season. Thank you um, so much to everyone who's doing that. It's really cool. It's very cool. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, if you want to sign up for that, we uh, everyone who signs up has the chance to have their name appear in one of the rooms. Uh, also, five dollar and up, you get bonus audio. You get access to all the recorded playtests. Uh, we have some murder mystery games that Danny Danny takes public domain murder mystery stories and turns them into playable adventures that I run through and pretend to be Poirot and solve a murder. Uh, and if you listen to the mid bonus episodes, you would have heard the first original version that, of, of an original murder mystery that Danny's created. Uh, that's currently our $500 goal. If we get to that level of, of donation, we'll start trying to do that as a second show. We'll do murder mysteries, uh, just Danny creating these, these, these uh, original murder mystery stories for Bill to <laughs> You had me at murder mystery, murderer. so I'm, I'm on. I'm going to Patreon this. But I wish that you would do something <laughs> like uh, come up with a pin or something cool like that, some actual merch. Boy, we have pins as well. You make a good case for that, Bill. Uh, for $10 donors... Uh, they have access to uh, additional stuff, including pins that we send through. Uh, we've just finished ma- uh, our, our sort of second pin, um, which, which is, is this beautiful little based. Peter's Point security guard 
badge with a little bill sitting in the corner, uh, which we're in the process of uh, mailing out now to our current $10 donors. Uh, but we're going to be doing uh, at least a pin per season. Uh, we're going to catch up to, to the current season first. Um, and, and possibly some more things above that. And $50 donors, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, there's we will run rooms for you as well and do all this other stuff. So if you, if you want to support the show, if you want to help it grow, um, you can either tweet your 27 million followers or you can uh, <laughs> donate money if you don't have 20. For everyone who doesn't have 27 million Twitter followers, you can help donate to the show uh, and, and keep it growing. Um, uh, also, I just recorded an episode of Unaired, uh, which is a great podcast uh, where they talk about, or well, we in this case, because I was a guest, talk about shows that uh, got a pilot and weren't picked up. And we sort of reviewed them and talk about them and uh, and 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 speculate as to what they could have been. Uh, we did a really bad, good show called Welcome to Eltingville. It's not very good. It was a bad show. Uh, which is about these four nerds that are just terrible nerds for ages. Uh, it was really fun. I had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, but you can check that out. Uh, not quite right now, but I think it comes out tomorrow. It comes out like a day in the future for everybody else. Um, Thursday in America. Uh, so go check it out. Go to unairedpodcast.com or just search for unaired on any of your pod catches uh, and give it a listen. Uh, and if you like it, you should listen to the rest of their stuff as well. It's a really fun show. All right. Uh, I think that's it. I think we've got everything. Do we want to drop a hint for what's happening next episode in a week's time? I haven't thought about a week's time or two weeks. In a week's uh, whatever. time. We'll I, a, I don't know what's happening. It'll be our first guest uh, game masters oh, for right. this season. We're sort of sprinkling them out rather than putting them at the end. Of course. We're, now I feel terrible. So we'll have some previous guests of the show uh, who will come on and, and run a room. If you want to try and guess the previous guests, the things that they did in their room were mentioned during this playthrough. That's mm, my hint. Crafty. That's my hint to which previous guests are coming on. Well... Thank you so much to the two of you for playing this room. It sounds like you had fun and it I'm was so great. happy. And yet, Neil, thank you so much for reaching out to us. It's really touching. Loved it. More soon. More soon.